there's three types of hobbies that you should have. One to oh. keep you creative, one to keep you fit, and one to make you money. I learned that a long time ago, and that's, I've just tried to base my hobbies off of that. But like if some could turn into money making, that's awesome. And if mm -hmm. some are just to keep me creative, then they're just, that's what they need to be. They, yeah. They're serving their purpose, so. for having me as always my little what it, what's it called um co-host yeah basically <laughs> and in the uh intermittent co-host yes I love it <laughs> um but we've talked before about how like I think especially since I, I don't know I feel like when I think about kind of like how we use hobbies now in comparison to like pre-2020 yeah. I feel like a lot of it has changed. For sure. And I wonder if it's because of 2020 that changed us and made us realize these things or if it was more like just getting older and realizing that like all we were doing was either working or not working. Yeah. I feel like a little bit of both. I and agree. I, I feel like you out of like anybody that I like talk to in life, we're kind of on the same track with it. Yes. With exploring just like new activities and new yeah. hobbies and things. Yeah. I love that we both have a drive to just want to do things. Mm -hmm. Like we don't just sit in the comfort of what we're doing day to day. Mm -hmm. And obviously when it comes to like friendships, that's one thing that draws our friendship and why I feel like we're so close because we're like-minded in that way of just like always wanting to do things and evolve and you know, all that stuff. And we're down, we're down to try new things, but we're also like, I feel like we don't let the fear get in our heads. Never. We never. I, at least I don't. Yeah. And like, like if there's something that we genuinely don't want to do, it's just because we don't want to don't do, it. do it. Like when I took up running and you were like, no, yeah, <laughs> because I was just like, don't want to do I it. I don't like to run. <laughs> <laughs> all those years of like thinking cardio was a thing and like spending all that time on like treadmills and stairmasters, like I just can't do cardio anymore. And even though running is a little different when you're doing it actually like outside, it just yeah. is all looped in my mind in one. So I'm like, I'm just not interested. <laughs> not interested. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not joining. We're, we're good. I'll do walks with you. Love that. But running, I don't know. <laughs> so no half marathons. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, okay. But I can't, I can never say, never say never. Yeah. I think the idea of that is pretty cool of like being part of a community. If it's just like, when I watch people outside my house running, but I guess they have to do that if they're prepping for something like that anyway. But just like for genuinely love, genuine love of wanting to run. No, I don't want to do any of that. I'd rather just like walk or yeah. That's what turned me off about it was the amount of training that I had to do yeah. for the half marathon. I thought I was going to be doing it next month. <laughs> <laughs> I And the training was like four days a week. And I thought, okay, four days a week I can train. I already train a lot. Yeah and just life with working out but for something that I'm new at that's difficult to do yeah and then the longer runs end up being like over an hour it was just a lot for sure so I stopped you really went you really went in and I couldn't believe how much you were doing right at the get-go it was inspiring because I'm like you literally went from not running ever to just like doing three miles a day and I'm like what are you doing <laughs> well, okay so like, that's crazy three miles surprisingly isn't like that bad though I so I think that like yeah when I first like before running I thought that like I would think that that's a lot 
But then when I would go, I'm like, oh, this isn't, I guess, this isn't that bad. But no, especially with the pace that I'm running is basically like a little, it's a trot. Yeah. Like a little bop, bop, bop. <laughs> That's, but it's still like, wow, you know. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I, I stopped you had your doing thing. it. I was like, that could be hers. I don't have to join in on this one. <laughs> well, I think, so I like that you said that because with some of the hobbies, I find that I like to tag along. But I love that. That's what, <laughs> so we'll get into that. But <laughs> yes, we will definitely get into that. But, but I, I love I that. I think a lot of that is because like we're just so similar. Yes. So um, I think that. I think what, at least for me, as I've gotten older, it became more like I felt like, oh, I'd hang out with friends or hang out with my husband and then I'd work and then make dinner. And then like that was it. That was my life. And then it wasn't until I think after 2020, I don't even know if it was. Yeah, probably 2021 because then we started kickboxing. Yeah. That was the year and then especially last year and then especially this year. We've gotten more into like just trying out new things and seeing what it is that I actually enjoy and what I like and what like makes me me because it's like when you meet someone, they say like, oh, well, what do you do for a living? And then after that, you don't have much to talk about. It's like, well, what else do you like? Exactly. So I feel like exploring all of these new things has been a lot of fun. It has been. And I feel like I've gotten to know myself a little bit more. Yeah. And like, it also makes me feel like I'm able to like, just like do whatever the fuck I want. Literally. And I like that. I agree. So. Everything you said. Yeah. What, how, um, is that also like what made you like kind of get into hobbies too? Like that same feeling of yeah, like work? I, I like kind of how you said when you asked somebody like, oh, what do you do for a living? I feel like at a young age, you were kind of told, okay, find something you're good at and then you make it your personality for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so I kind of did that with makeup. But just like anything in life, if there's something's not going right in your life, like so early on, I just had only makeup to kind of lean on. And if I wasn't in a good place with makeup, what else did I have to lean on? Yeah. I had nothing. And I'm like, I know I'm way more capable of doing other things too. And so for me, that was what was more important in finding other areas for me to find happiness in kind of a way or like be creative, whatever, and really just like dig deep down and, okay, what else are you good at? You're not just good at this. Right. I know you're capable of other things too. And so that's what hobbies, <clears throat> why hobbies were so important for me is just, I know that I'm. I could be good in anything that I put my mind to, you know? Yeah. And even just have fun in it, even if you suck. Exactly. Like nobody says you have to be a professional in anything that you're doing. Like yeah. if you are good at one thing, cool. Some people aren't. Some people aren't good at anything. And they're just like, <laughs> and I don't mean that in like a negative way. <laughs> like you might be completely awful. No, what I mean is like a being like a professional, like how people right. put like you at a professional level. There's some people who are like, well, I'm not a professional at anything, but I love doing all of these equally yes. mediocre in a way. Cause yes. like, the only thing I'm a professional at, I would say, is just makeup. Yeah. Because it's my job. Anything else at, I'm just like mediocre. But I'm okay with that. Right. It makes me happy and I love doing it. I don't have to be a professional at every single thing that I'm doing. Would you say that all of the other hobbies that you've started to explore make you who you are as much as makeup does? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, because... It's exp I'm allowing to explore those other sides of me um, that just make is that kind make of you who you just are. Just make me who I yeah. am. Yeah. Well, I, the reason I ask that is because I've put a lot of my identity into like 
YouTube and like makeup on YouTube specifically. And so I'm, I was asking that mainly because like you are a professional at makeup and you're amazing at it. And like you said, you're like, (laughs) you're not amazing in the other (laughs) things. I'm not. (laughs) No, but like maybe you're not a professional in those things, but do they give you the same validation in your heart as yes. like the makeup does? Yes. Oh, good. And and so again, when I kind of touched back on where I said like years ago where I felt like makeup was just who I was and if I wasn't doing good in that, then like what else did I have? Mm-hmm. So then is when I started trying to lose my identity with mm-hmm. just makeup. I was like, I don't want to be known as just the makeup girl. Just the blanket girl. Just the blanket girl. <laughs> I really didn't. I'm like, I love that people do look at me when they think of beauty. They're like, oh, ask her. She's going to know or whatever. I loved that, but I didn't want that to be my sole identity because I just felt like almost kind of trapped in a way. Yeah. Like if I only did that, what else did I have if I couldn't fall back on that? 100%. And it was so scary to me. And so at a young age was when I was like, okay, let's start seeing what else you're good at and just go from there. And then I've also realized when you do that, especially 2020, there were people who were working like corporate jobs, whatever, then you get, you know, laid off, fired, whatever that had happened, you're at home. And then people just were like, Hey, I just like picked up yarn and started quilting. And now I like make crocheted quilts or whatever. And then people were selling that. Yeah. Like making a living off of that. And it's like, well, you were known as like a corporate girly and now you're just selling art. So just that was kind of what I know. Seriously. So I feel like that's what I've been trying to accomplish with my hobbies of just like making, feeling like I have 27 identities. I love that. So I started this book, The Artist Way, that I was I know, telling you about. Yeah, yeah I got to read that. You have to, because it's been really good. Um, Side note, part of it is I need to like journal in the morning yeah. and um, my thumb has been numb since Saturday. Great. <laughs> I don't know. It's because you do. haven't used it in so long, like back in school when you're using it all the time. I think it's a pinched a nerve. Probably. I don't know. And so since Saturday, I stopped journaling and it hasn't gone away. So now I'm like, well, I'm going to start journaling again For because sure. I miss it. You just got to get used so to it. I just have to get used to the the numb thumb I don't know um but one of the exercises in that book is it has you write down five alternate identities of different jobs that you could see yourself having in other lives basically oh wow it has been so much fun because I could jot down three no problem and then the other two I was like I don't know I don't know and then as I would write like my morning pages I'd be like oh yeah this and it's like such a weird random thing but it kind of helps you explore those And then she challenges you like each week, like, is there something that you can do in that category? That's something that that person would do. Like, so say, I'm trying to think of an example. Say one of your things is like um, a ghost hunter. Yeah. (laughs) Like maybe this week you go and visit a haunted house, you know, or like an actual haunted location or something. Yeah. I'm only thinking of that because of the shirt you're wearing. So I'm thinking of like, if you're watching this video. If the video's out. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's um, Ghostface. In is Where is Is that like... He's on a beach. In Florida? We'll say he's in Florida. We'll say, yeah. We'll say Florida. Beach. Love There's it. A rainbow behind him. He's drinking um, probably a pina colada. That is the perfect... Um, <laughs> Palm tree. The the perfect furt. The perfect <laughs> shirt for right now. Absolutely. I love it. That's why I want to wear it today. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, like you want to have like 27 different identities. Like this book kind of like challenges you in those areas mm-hmm. because it kind of just like supports that. Like, why not? Like, I feel like we've talked about this before, how like it was almost like 
that used to be looked at as a bad thing yeah of like you need to like pick a career stick to it and then go from there right and we're more like actually I want to do all of these things why not why not and um yeah you really got to check out the book because it's great good good I really will I'm excited hopefully you don't get a numb thumb (laughs) so I guess we could just start off with the hobbies that we started doing I have like um that and then other hobbies that I want to explore that I haven't tried yet okay so you go first what's like the first one on your list so hobbies I love and why um would say my DIYing I'm always trying to like pull you into that maybe that's one thing that I can't get you to do that's my running or yeah yes running for you is my DIYs for me (laughs) um anything that just gets me using my hands and just my creative side Mm -hmm. I really enjoy that and just being able to be like hey I made that you know I love that whether it's like rinky dinky or something upscaled and really cool yeah just being able to say like I created that with my hands I absolutely love that so that's cool yeah that's cool I kind of like that like because I did the one art piece and I I'm proud of myself for it it was a lot of fun it was fun like shopping for the supplies and I think like when I saw you do the painting video on Instagram see here's my problem I like (laughs) see something and I'm like I want to do that too so I saw that and I'm like okay I want to do a painting now but like I should have brought over my art stuff. Honestly, oh, like fun. when we were going to hang out last week, mm-hmm. I that was one of the things I wanted to do. And then I just it went out my mind. Well, we'll do it I want to just bring it. Yeah. I want to see like I and the problem I think that I feel is I feel. See, these are lies and excuses that I make. And yeah. then I'm like, you're being stupid. Um, I'll be like, I'll, I'll say to myself, well, I don't know what paint to use. I don't know what this to use instead of like researching it or, yeah. and getting the answers. So then I feel more confident. So that's yeah. what it is. I yeah. feel like so intimidated. But at the same time, I'm a researcher mm-hmm. and then it can be overwhelming. And then you find, okay, there's three really good brands to use, but which one do I use? And then I'm like, well, I'm, I'm none of them because not, exactly. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> so it took me a while to get back into painting because of that reason. Cause I kind of over-researched in a I way that's that. yeah, annoying. Hello, just buy it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And then if you want to get something different, do it. It's that simple, but we like it in our head. I was like, Uh, no, it has to be perfect. (laughs) I have to like this one. And we have to be professional (laughs) and open up a painting business. Uh, I'm I'm sure people are probably like, where's that swimsuit? (laughs) Oh, I already had it in my DMs asking for my swimsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait on it. Uh, if not this summer next summer <laughs> do a halloween suit there you go you've got too much on your plate for halloween already so yeah mm-hmm. next next uh summer yeah so i put working out and but i listed different ones so ballet i started doing f45 that i enjoy i enjoyed pilates kickboxing yoga running and then just like weightlifting anything that like moves my body I enjoy doing it yeah until I don't like if it's something that I don't enjoy like I kind of did weightlifting for a big chunk of time where that was like solely what I did and I kind of got over it a little bit but now I'm still doing it in a way that I enjoy so yeah. same with like the running I did enjoy it until it became like a little monotonous with how for much sure. of the training but like I could see myself going for a run tonight and enjoying mm. it so just kind of like giving myself the freedom to like move my body in all of those ways yeah. and it's just I have fun especially the ballet has been really nice because I grew up doing that for so long and that's been really fun to explore again especially as an adult because yeah. it, it's I'm around other women that are doing the same thing that are like so they've, cool. they're either doing it for the first time they've never danced before or they danced when they were younger and they haven't in 20 years just like me so it's just yeah yeah that's it's very fun. exciting 
I, to piggyback off that, I wrote down active fitness. And the reason why I said active fitness um, is because the actual idea, and I've had many conversations with you about this. I tell her this all the time, that the idea of just walking into a gym and lifting weights is just not fun to me. It is cool in a weird way where you're like, oh, this is what my body is capable of. And that's, it's a fun feeling. Do I enjoy that as a hobby? No, I do it for my health. But what I do like about an active fitness, I'm categorizing that in a way of, like you said, kickboxing. I loved that. It was, I was learning something. I was using my body almost as like a weapon of like protection, you know? And so I find that fun as a hobby. Um, I love just the genuine walking down a path and just like sightseeing. I love doing that. Um, me and Jake used to play basketball at the local gym, like at night. And then we would just like, so cute. Do, like, and that's, you're being active without, I'm in a gym, just lifting weights. So just to piggyback off of that. Cause yeah. yeah, it's good for your body, but if I can have fun with it or like when you were just like playing tennis, you know, just yeah. things that get your swimming being active I like 100% yeah I feel like too when you were saying about like kickboxing like it almost felt like it felt cool to know that your body is capable of being trained in a very specific way right but all of it was brand new mm-hmm. it, it was really fun it was. to me it reminded me of dancing actually yeah because he would like say the the numbers that we'd have to do and the little combos yes it mm-hmm. felt very like dancey to me. Yeah. It was a good time. I actually think that you would really like F45 too. I might make you do a seven day trial sometime. <laughs> I can do a trial. <laughs> I can. You're like, I can do a seven day oh, trial. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm trying to think of that word. <laughs> I can't think of what I was going to say. When it comes to me, I'll, I'll say it. Um, so was active fitness your second one or were you just piggybacking? I was just, yeah, that was like. I just kind of have them all like jumbled together. I think I equally like all these hobbies. So since you said that, I was like, well, I'm just going to say that too. Yeah. 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 Um, do you want to go for the next one? No, you can go ahead. Okay. Yeah. The next one I have is games and I specifically put puzzles and Yahtzee because that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. But I, I guess I never really thought that this was a hobby, but it was something that I always enjoyed growing up. And at any time it was like a birthday party or Christmas, I'm the one that's like, let's play heads up. Let's do this. And then I feel like not a lot of people like that. (laughs) I mean, I do. You like it. And Jalen likes it. I think too, when we had our girls nights and we were playing games, it made me realize other people like do like this. Oh yeah. But like I could I could literally do it every night instead of Same. TV. I could do it every night instead. And like Ruben's not much of a gamer. So I found Yahtzee and like I don't like it on my phone because I'm on this whole like anti-phone thing right now. And I've just been playing it by myself. I, <laughs> and I, I play Yahtzee it. by myself all the time. It's so much fun. Have you ever heard of a Switch? No. The little, um, it's like a Game Boy console, video game console. It's like this big. Okay. It's really cool. You can either have it in your hand or you can take it off, 
hook it into the system and it can go to your TV. Okay. I have, it's called like something board games and it's got like 50 something different board games on there and Yahtzee's one of them and I just sit on my Switch and I'll play it. I love it. I love, it, I love Yahtzee. It helps me with math. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to add. I, tr- I challenge myself not to use my calculator. But yeah, so. Um, and I love puzzles and I'm realizing like the more just the more that I think, the more that I'm realizing things. Yeah. Um, I'm a grandma. I am a grandma at heart. Like, I love my morning walk to listen to the birds. Mm-hmm. I like my puzzle. I like my games. I like my stretches. Going back to wanting other identities, every time I think of puzzles, I think of you. Really? Yeah. And that's oh, that why. that makes me happy. That's why, what was it, last year or two years ago when I bought you that puzzle thing? Yeah. I, I was. Last year. Was it last year? Yeah. I couldn't remember. I'm like, years just fly by now. I didn't know when I bought it for 100%. you. 100%. But I was in Home Goods and I was just strolling through and I was in the checkout and I look over and there's this fall puzzle and I'm like, Brie loves fall. It was and a she pack loves. of four fall puzzles. Yeah, four. And I just was like, you're the puzzle girl. So that makes my heart happy. Yeah. Aw, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I love puzzles. I love like if anybody ever wants to have like a movie night and do a puzzle at the same time, like you would I and if I could cook for you, like that would just make yeah, my right. day. That that's what I want to do on my birthday. Yeah. Is everyone come over, let's watch a movie and play games and I, I will that. cook. Let's do that. <laughs> Peggy backing off since you just said about being in the kitchen or cooking. That's one of the hobbies that I love to do. Which is basically learning new recipes. Whether that's cooking a meal or baking, I've been slowly just maybe one recipe at a time, focusing on that, trying to perfect that. It has been so much fun. And something that else I do that kind of goes hand in hand with that is when I am watching TV, I usually have um, the cooking channel on and I'm like watching Beat Bobby Flay or just like all the fun cooking shows because when I'm watching TV, I want to learn something and I'm always learning something from those shows and then it helps me with the interest in the hobbies of being in the kitchen. Totally. And again, I, I feel like it always for me goes back to creating you're creating something with your hands mm-hmm. in the kitchen and you're fueling your body in such a great way. And so it's just so exciting when I made the um, cinnamon rolls, mm-hmm. I had to make the bread by scratch, the filling by scratch, the icing by scratch. And by the end of it, I was like, I could not believe that I took these ingredients and made this. Yeah, it's so cool. It's the coolest feeling. And so I really enjoy that as a hobby of just having fun. I don't, I'll probably never be a professional at it, but that's okay. (laughs) I enjoy just like cooking for others and seeing their face. If I'm like, do you like it? I'm always, I'm always asking Jake rate it one to 10. And he he gives me honest rates every time. You have to, because otherwise you're going to, if he gives you a fake good rating, you're just going to keep doing that. Exactly. Progress and get better. So it's fun. Like I just, I make it like a little game and I'm like, okay, this is what we're having. I love that. Now rate it. (laughs) You inspire me in that way. You try a lot more things than I do. That is for sure. Yeah. And the other thing that I love that you do is you go all out for the presentation. I do. So far that you want different dishes <laughs> depending on the different things that you're making, which uh, I love. I have an obsession with plates. And that is because of chopped. Half of the they grade you on is presentation. That's part so of it. So it's either it's half how it tastes and half how it looks. So, I could be wrong, but I heard this somewhere that you already start to digest your food when you look at it. Really? Like okay, before wait, it's I even like in your that mouth. Before. I, I might have said that to you, but okay. I heard it on Mind Pump the podcast okay. I don't know if it's true though but, but 
again, I mean, it makes like, sense. You like start to like get salivate and get excited yes. based on what it looks like. And when you're, again, art, it's art when you mm-hmm. have like it's colorful dishes. And, oh, yeah, I just love it. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Um, I also put like cooking and baking on here too. Yeah. I'm just not as adventurous as you. That's okay. But like you're, you're doing more than what me. other people do. I'll true, tell you that. True. And like I had a lot of fun mainly with baking and when we were talking about like our different alter egos or like different lives or whatever when I you've seen bridesmaids when she makes the cupcake yeah anytime I watch that scene I'm like I want to do that like I want to make an elaborate cake or an elaborate cupcake um but, you know, baby steps. So I tried my grandma's lemon cake, which was very easy. I've made it a couple times now, and it's really good. Um, but also what I added Ruben's to my... birthday cake. Yes. Oh, that was kind of a fail, but kind of a win. Yeah, but I made, you still did it. I, I tried. You got to start somewhere. Yes. Yes. Um, and I even I spread it. Oh, I got like yeah, a turntable. Really... Yes, I did the thing. Did. I did the thing. Um but also I put down like romanticizing that time because yeah. a lot of times when I think about like, I got to make dinner. What am I going to make? I whip it together. I'm tired. I like throw on a YouTube video and I zone out and just do it. And lately I've kind of just enjoyed making it just an event. Yeah, like the I'll, process. Yes. You're enjoying the process instead of just like wishing it away and just like, I, I'm only doing this because I have to eat because I have to eat, feed myself. Right. And I put on, um, it's on a playlist on Spotify called Bliss Kitchen. I love it. It's got like Frank Sinatra and Aretha Franklin and like some great songs from like classic 90s movies that just like make you want to be in the kitchen and like enjoy it. Like I find myself dancing while I'm cooking. I like that. an old person. I love it. And then if I had wine, I have to get some more wines from my favorite like wine company or whatever, but like pouring a glass of wine and just enjoying it and savoring the whole cooking process. Yeah. There's something about like drinking wine while cooking that I just love. Yeah. I don't know why. And, um, I haven't been doing this, but I want to put my apron on. Yes. And do it. I've been trying to search for an apron actually, but I haven't come across one that I specifically want. I'll find it. I'll find it eventually. But even that, yeah, it just makes you feel more put together. Yeah. Like you're ready to conquer what you have set out to do. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I think just switching that mindset in general with everything. Mm-hmm. I really love the idea of roman- romanticizing literally anything of waking up, taking a shower, like doing your dishes, feeding myself, like whatever it is you really, if you switch that mindset, I feel like things become more enjoyable. Yeah. And a lot of times things are unenjoyable because they're hard or they make you uncomfortable but the more you do it the easier it becomes and so it's just all about doing it and just taking it really really slow so yeah nobody's got to be a professional at it and eventually you will dabble your toes in other recipes Mm -hmm. but yeah like you're like he's the, the cakes you're doing the damn thing we're gonna do the sourdough bread eventually yes you know you know, you know who's actually really good in this area is Ruben really he lo- he's an amazing chef I love I'll that. call him a chef he's really oh. good he's really good okay. he just doesn't do it as often yeah but when he does like he can't he can't half-ass anything it's always all goes all out and yeah Jalen's nodding her head like yes everything is an event 
and he plates everything for everybody and like makes it like last night he made <laughs> us tamales and the plater <laughs> yes he made us tamales and I was gonna like grab them and bring like the cheese and the sour cream and the cilantro over here and he, yeah. he's like no I got it and he like did everything so it like looked all nice and I love it I have a picture I'll show you yeah but he inspires me in that way too it's so. fun you should dabble into like watching some of those shows just yeah. just watch an episode or two it really does change your perspective. Well, and then it gives you like, you'll see something that's like, like maybe you thought in your head, like, oh, I don't, or, or you just don't even think to try something in a different way, but maybe you'll see it and you realize, oh, that's actually really easy to do. Yeah. Let me just try that next time I make potatoes. Exactly. There it's, it's all, yeah. You, you find all those little tips and tricks or random little things and you're like, I could do that. Yeah. And then I also love watching like the baking championships. Especially okay. you. I've got, I've gone down that rabbit hole. I can't. The oh, cheesy I, Netflix ones. No, I, wait. The ones just on like the Food Network. Okay. Are they on Netflix? We've got some Netflix ones that we can show okay. you. I'll have to look at those ones. But like the ones that come out every season for like summer banking championships okay. or the fall ones, Halloween, Christmas. Oh, bet those are crazy. They're just competitions and you have to bake and depending on like, um, different challenges of things and it's just like watching these people with their art it's just so cool and then again yeah. you're learning like oh okay these flavors work well together or like this was a fail for them this wasn't a fail for them I actually by watching one of the Halloween ones I wanted to make isomalt which is basically sugar melted down and you um once it's hot enough and you like lay it down you can have like glass work it's oh, super cool so I wanted to make like little shards make to make it look like broken glass because I was going to put it in a cupcake with like blood on it okay stuff. so there's just like things that you could pick up and yeah. I don't think I don't think those are cheesy those are fun so more entertaining and less educational there's this one show specifically <laughs> on Netflix it's uh -huh. like a reality baking show I oh, forgot okay. the name of it but it was like cake or fake or something huh. and they'll show a bunch of objects like say it's like this glass of water okay we'd have heard of that but I haven't wa I haven't seen that one is a cake and one is real and then the guy literally grabs a fucking machete and goes to chop it and just like you're like is it gonna be real is it gonna be a cake <laughs> no I have not seen that and then no. the professional bakers have to guess yeah that one's the cake or that one's whatever and you just wow. have it's it, I watched all all of the episodes I watched the <laughs> Okay. It'll yeah. suck you in. I, yeah. I haven't seen any of those. It's, the ones that I'm watching are a little bit more educational. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that's what I need to be watching. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> well, what's next on your list? Let's see here. Um, thrifting. Oh. Yeah. I've been really... Gosh, I try to make it um, a point, like at least once a week if I'm running errands to either stop into a thrift store or secondhand of any kind mm -hmm. just to see what they have. I've been really loving the idea of just giving love to something that was already loved before, but is no longer in use and just, you know, the whole idea of reducing waste and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But I love that idea too, because everything nowadays that's made to me, at least I feel like it's just garbage. It's just fast. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. And it just, it's cheap. It's not good. I want quality and so that's another reason why I love thrifting is just finding things that are actually going to last me longer than whatever else is out today yeah so yeah and it just brings me joy of just like seeing 
other things that maybe people have loved, but they're no longer being loved and they want a new home. Like I think of it as like, it's got its own personality. Like all these things want a home and I'm going to, I'm going to bring you home with me. (laughs) Come stay at my house. I'll show you love thrifted one sweatshirt one time it's my bears sweatshirt my crew neck yeah i got that at a local thrift shop and people ask me where oh where'd you get that style and i'm like it's old it's vintage it's It's from the 90s exactly (laughs) like i just love it it's like the only thing that i've got yeah i love it with clothes i love it with kitchen stuff or home decor anything like if i just like something no matter what it is besides shoes but that's because mostly the way that my feet are like they don't have my size in, in thrifts but yeah um I I don't like thrifting um footwear just because another thing like when things are used people have their own indentations mm-hmm. with like their feet and stuff like that and it's not good to wear other people's shoes that makes sense but I mean it's not unless they're brand new then doesn't matter yeah. but if they're like heavily worn I try not to do stuff like that but anything else is fair game I'm like you're I like, like you. You're coming home with me. Sheets. Not under, well. You know I don't wear underwear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same. So <laughs> I'll never have to worry about that. Yeah. But. I I like the idea of like home decor. Yeah, and even like books. Like I think a used vintage book would be like I I would love to fill my coffee table with like vintage yes. old books, kind of like the yearbook that you found, yeah. just like stuff like that. Just like with like old pages or mm-hmm. even classics, but like old. And I'm pretty sure those are expensive, but for sure. In my mind, I'm going to come across like this like perfect old yes. book at a vintage thrift store. And it's, yeah, that's like how I that have it in antique my head. mall that we went to that I took you when, when I got that yearbook. Yes. I just went there last week. I was like, I haven't been there since me and you went. And I really wanted to go there again. And just the stuff, there's so much more stuff there now. But a lot of a lot of stuff, especially when you're like antiquing, there's a lot of expensive things because it's I they mean it's, value exactly. Um, but all the things that you're looking for, if you're looking for books and stuff, I actually almost went home with this huge set of they were like this thick each. It was a volume one and volume two, and it was a health book. Ooh. But the um size it just looked like royalty, like the way the book binding was. It was super cool, and I think I. I want to say it was from the 1930s or 40s that it was published. And so I was like going through this book and it's just like all of the illnesses that they had known up till then and like how to treat it. But like if you read this book, it was just so wild that I was like, I kind of want this. I think I that's really that. cool. I didn't get it, but I'm still thinking about it. It's yeah. on the back of my mind. I I'm like, that. I just want random things that are like part of history, you know? Well, and to like... I feel like especially with like home decor, I've gotten into like for so long, all I wanted was things to look a certain way. Like what's trending, what's going on, you know, whatever. And I feel like my house right now kind of reflects that. And I'm wanting, and with certain pieces, I'm starting to change it a little bit and making it a little bit more um, just original Yeah, in things like that, like finding an original frame from a vintage thrift store or something or books like that, like you're talking about and making it more like, okay, everyone's got the architectural digest book from fucking Amazon. Right. I want something that like you can't find that makes it unique, that makes it like special to you in your home. And even like, um, when I think of like 
because I've always wanted a bookshelf in here, either in here or in the office. Um, and I remember watching like a design video and the interior, the interior designer was saying, don't just fill it with knickknacks that you can just like go to Target and buy, like wait to fill it up, like wait till you're like going and you're traveling and you get like, like something special to remember your trip by. That's what makes a home unique. And so when I started thinking about that, something that I want to do is get like a vintage or doesn't have to be vintage, but just like an old looking map of Alaska. Yeah. And I would like to put it somewhere in the house and frame it. And I'm like, that is a fun, like maybe I could find it at a thrift store or wherever, but like that is like a special thing to make it feel more homey and more, and the sentiment behind it too yes Mm -hmm. yeah we honeymooned in alaska yeah if anybody wanted to know (laughs) yeah but that would that's why it's special Um, homes like that they're they're built over time you know exactly so i think that's amazing and just having those little original pieces even in a home that's modern 100 yeah exactly just breaks that up and it could just be one piece Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so like my 19 do you remember my 1930s mirror that i the yes. gold one. Yes. yes. So my vision in my mind is when we move and we have like a powder room, I want that to be the mirror in the powder room. Automatically that brings character into that room. Yeah. Everything else could be brand new if it, if it wanted to, but that right. mirror specifically being that old and that, you know, style just automatically, you know. And your piano. And my new piano. Yeah. That I, I got for free. Um, it's getting tuned next week, side note, and the guy had looked it up and it was built in 1961. So it's 62 years old. How cool. Yeah. It smells like it's 62 years old. I'll tell you that. Oh Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can't wait to smell it. Does it just smell like an old piano or does it smell like anything foul? Like does it smell like cat pee or anything? No, it just smells old. It just smells like what old furniture that's over 50 years old smells like. There's no like smoke damage or smells like that. No must. It's just that. Yeah, it's like that slight musty old. Like it's been here for it's some been time. Here. Yeah, but oh, I kind of like it. I kind of like that because you know it brings some character. But yeah, for if it sure. Of the whole house now. Well, I'm so excited to see it, and I'm so proud of you for yeah. that venture. Which we'll probably well let's get into that next. Your next hobby, or is that? Where do you? Where no, that's okay. Yeah, we'll okay. We'll we'll, we'll go TBD. We will. Um. Well, then I'll say the next one because we were talking about like vintage books and stuff. It's yeah. just like reading books. Yeah. Which is so new for me. And I guess that's where like social media can be like such a good thing. It can get you into things that like you didn't know that you were going to be into. Because like I think it was absolutely from like just what was trending at the time on social media Mm -hmm. to like reading stuff. Again, going back to 2020, not to interrupt you, but like everybody was home. So they were like, what are we doing? (laughs) Books. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about books. Exactly. (laughs) Because like growing up, I always hated reading. I hated it. And I also... And I'll catch myself feeling this way too now, but then I'm like, you're a grown ass woman who cares, but like, I'll get self-conscious about how fast I'm reading because I feel like I need to be a fast reader. Why? Yeah. Maybe I'll read the page two times. Like who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I stopped putting pressure on myself in that way, but also like just, I, I've just enjoyed reading and it's been a lot of fun and it makes me feel like smart I feel really smart better than everybody I feel way better than you when I read a book (laughs) do you hear did you ever see or hear that TikTok sound where it's like am I better than everybody (laughs) or it's like am I better than everyone something like that but it cracks me up every time I was like if I do anything out of my 
character. Like, I'm like cooking your I meal all elaborate. Am I better than you? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but yeah, I've enjoyed reading and it's been fun, especially too, because you've been enjoying reading. Yeah. It's fun to talk to you about books. For sure. And like we've read a lot of the similar books. We love each other's perspectives on it. Um, I definitely cut back this year. I hadn't been reading as much. That's the only reason why I didn't put it down on my hobby list because I'm like, oh, I didn't really do that much this year. I don't even, I can't even remember the last book that I read, to be honest. Um, Butterfly Garden. No, I read, I really don't remember. Oh, I was, it's because I was listening to some audios. And well, sometimes it does count. It No, it really does count. But when I like the last book that I held in my hand and like sat down and read, I can't remember which one that was. Can I just say the only thing that I don't enjoy about reading is that you basically have to be like sitting down yeah I don't like that yeah yes you can like get on a walking pad and do that but I get motion sickness it's not for sure for me it's like already hard for me to read as it is yeah so but part of me does like that though it's like maybe I should just save it for times where I am feeling cozy like on a rainy gloomy day which it was and now it's not today like today I I was thinking oh it's like the perfect day to like curl up it really was like super moody outside and the weather was very fall like and now it's not (laughs) no Welcome, welcome to August. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so that was one of mine is reading. And I love that. And I will definitely pick that back up in the fall because I do have some things to talk about. <laughs> TBD. Next TBD episode. as well. <laughs> um, okay. So this is, I feel like you know this about me, but random maybe to other people. I love watching documentaries and learning about history slash going to museums or anything that I'm going to learn about something. So documentaries is like one of my favorite things to do. I like that. I never thought of that as a hobby, actually. But I like that as well. I, I, yeah, I feel like I want to classify it as a hobby because... I make it part of like a weekly thing to be conscious about learning something or watching something. You are so much better than me. <laughs> better than everybody here. Everyone in this room. No one's I better mean, like, than when anyone I text you and you're me. like, what are you doing today? I'm like, I'm going to a museum. And you're like, why? You fucking kill me. Okay. Here's the reason why. Listen, because I've thought about I'm this and I'm like, smart. why am I so annoying that I like don't like museums? <laughs> Here's why. It's because anytime we had a, a school field trip, it yeah. was to like the museum and I fucking hated school Yeah, and hated being on a field trip. And so when I think of the museum, I think of like organized, yeah. listen to your leader, not fun. That makes sense. So maybe I just need to go as an adult. Yeah. I'll bring you back. See, I had the opposite effect. I loved um, field trips, but my problem was you are with so many people that you actually don't get to fully enjoy the moment. Okay. It's like you spend all the time getting there and then you like rally everybody up with your chaperone. And then after an hour, they're like, got to get you back to school. And I'm like, wait, I literally, we've only seen a third of what this whole place has to offer. Like I want to be yeah. here longer. And so that, that was my sense. opposite effect of going back and yeah. I mean, think about it. Like we went to the museum downtown. That's like an hour away. I know. What were and then thinking? an hour back. Y'all gave us like two hours. Literally. I don't know. <laughs> and a lunch break. <laughs> that's okay. That was hell. I know. Lunch at the, like the field museum. I know. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I make that a point to like, even traveling when we go anywhere, I'm like, what is something cool to learn about here? And so when I was just in Colorado, we went to okay, that. grandma. I know. <laughs> we went to that like Indian. Um, oh, yeah. 
it's called Cliff Dwellings and they had like a whole museum on it and it was just like oh it was just so cool I'm like this has literally been here since like 1100 and blah 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 I'm like this is that so is cool. really cool especially like when I went to like Wyoming and stuff just learning about like what was there before yeah. and like how it became like how it started to be yeah. other things like I, I think that's pretty cool yeah so I that's like my little side hobby I'm just I like, like I want to fill myself with as much historical knowledge as possible that's cool. You know a lot about Egyptians I and do. like King Tut and all yeah. that. I actually I'm fascinated by your knowledge in that. I love it. So What's next here? is cleaning and organizing. You are the clean. You are the clean queen. Am I? You are. Do I give that vibe? Oh, absolutely. Especially oh, with your tap to cleans. Oh, oh yeah. You are always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I feel like you know this mm-hmm. more than anybody knows this, but like before. Before I moved here, like my room at my parents' house was awful all the time. I mean, it's so hard when you have so much stuff and you're in one bedroom, you know? Yes. Yes. And I was like always running around. Like my routine back then was like I was everywhere and like whatever. So I wonder if like that's just kind of like, but also growing up, I was just always was messy, always. And so I don't know what changed, but like as soon as I moved into this home, it was like, I just wanted everything to have a spot, everything to be clean. And I wanted, like, I'm always trying to get rid of stuff. And I notice too now when I'm like overwhelmed or stressed, all I want to do is just unplug, either listen to a podcast or listen to music and just clean. And it makes me feel so good. So I do enjoy that. I think too, like you're at your, obviously all of us, we start somewhere. We're at our parents' house. We have like one designated spot. It wasn't really our home. It's I mean, it's our family home, but we found enjoyment outside of the home, like right. hanging with friends or we were never really spending as much time in the place to like make it our own. And so that was my problem with with a messy room. I was never home enough to want to clean it because I'm like, all right, I just got home from work and I'm going to get ready and I got to go meet up the girls or do whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it's like now that you have a home, like you have a responsibility to take care of it. Yeah, for you know? sure. So I think that really flips a switch there. Yeah, for sure. And it's nice that you take pride in doing that because some people really still went from living in their bedroom at their parents' house and just made it their home. Yeah. And it's just a awful mess. Yeah. So it's nice that you take pride in that. Well, thanks. Absolutely. I'm glad that I give a clean vibe. Yeah, like I'm like sitting in your house and I'm not like, ugh. Oh, good. This is gross. I flipped that cushion Thank you. Before you came over. Thank you so much for the dog hair. <laughs> yeah. And like I wear these certain sweatpants and it like pills up like kind of like this how it pills up. Yeah. So that one specifically was really pilly and I was yeah. like, bring it a bit. Very. I Thank you so much for thinking of me. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I think the last thing that I'll say then for hobbies that I love is makeup. Yeah. Being it's it's who I am. So that's what how I got into this professional field was just having a love for it, it being a hobby. And then I turned it into a career. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've always said, even being as long as I've been doing makeup now, that I always want to keep it a hobby first. Because I'm like, that is what keeps the enjoyment and the love for me to continue to create with makeup and to continue want to do it as a job. Totally. I know when they say, when you do what you love, the money will come. You'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, you're fucking lying. You'll at, ruin it. At the it. end of the day, you ev- <laughs> it eventually becomes a job, no matter how you want to look at it. 
And I have just put my foot down so much when it comes to that. I'm like, I cannot allow my career to ruin my hobby. Yeah. And be now that like I have all these other hobbies, it just makes makeup that much more enjoyable for me. And then I enjoy my job so much more. Yeah. In, in a weird way. If, 100 percent i've noticed since unplugging from social media and i cannot believe it's been a month since i've like started this whole journey yeah. but from doing that i've like re-fallen in love with makeup because i'm not seeing it everywhere or it's not even that i was seeing it everywhere but it was more like seeing because now i lumped creating makeup looks with work Mm -hmm. and then when I was online I was seeing what other people were doing for content creation and so it like tainted my view of makeup in a way in like a really weird convoluted way and so now I'm like oh my god I just want to do my makeup and play and like try new techniques because I'm not putting this I don't know it's like I'm not seeing what other people are doing and I I I don't know it's just like re-sparked my love for it again absolutely and then you just again it became a job Mm because it is your job yeah and then you're just trying to keep up with your job and then you're losing the little spark that made you fall in love with it in the first place the reason why you have your job is because the genuine love that you had for makeup and you like sitting in your room and wanting to share it with other people yeah and then it become it became so commercialized and now it's like, okay, well, now I got to do everything the way everybody else is doing it just to stay afloat and just to keep up with the times and blah, blah, blah. And then you just lose that genuine love for it. Yeah. I just couldn't do that. I think too, like equating like a view count with a certain video yeah. would get in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to do that anymore. Yeah. But that tainted it as well. For sure. Or it's like, now you're looking at it from the job perspective instead of just like, right. I want to post this and talk about it because I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard when you do lump them together. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at one point I thought I was not going to be in makeup anymore. I was trying to run away from it as much as I can because I was like, if I don't run away from it, I'm going to hate it. And this is the only thing I've ever loved. Yeah. I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. And it was exploring other avenues in my life of other things that make me happy that brought me right back to makeup. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. Um, the last thing I had here, which we've already kind of talked about, was just like walking and like being in nature. Yeah. And also I put like hiking. Yeah. I've done. And this hasn't really been a thing for me until like 2020 happened because that was the first time Ruben and I really went on like a major hike. And like we did a through hike where we would hike and then camp and then keep hiking. And yeah, y'all are crazy for that. Was that the same time that you guys got rained on? No, we got rained on last summer. We were just talking about that this morning, actually. Oh, my god! But, like, I haven't gone anywhere this year. I haven't traveled anywhere, I don't think. I don't think you have either. I don't know. Wait, this whole year? Since January? Yeah. I don't think you have. Mm Mm-mm. The, where did where did this year go I know and like so we were talking about how like we're both craving a trip up to northern Wisconsin to just like yeah. camp and like be on the boat and I was just thinking about like damn like I just want that so bad sure. and how like I haven't had that yet this year but like mm-hmm. since 2020 that like first trip just like really changed things and like I just really enjoy like being in the forest and then we went to Alaska for our honeymoon like that Oh my God, that made it like 10 times more. And then we did Wyoming last year. And now it's just like, all I want to do is just be by a forest. Yeah. Like more than a beach. 
I mean, I really do love a beach. Don't get me wrong. For sure. I love it all. But like there's something about like, I think they said specifically um, there's some scientific bullshit out there that's like talking about seeing greenery from leaves and seeing the water that it really is so good for you. So like technically if you were like in the woods with a river, like that'll do it for you. Yeah. Like you have to have both to like feed your soul basically. Oh, for sure. Um, so that was my last one on my list of hobbies that I like. Yeah. And I'll piggyback off that as well. Like the same, just being in nature, no matter what will always boost a mood. I fully believe that. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I feel like it like makes you one with God. It, it <laughs> like just, that's truly how you I are feel. one with the universe. Yeah. I just I love swear. it. Um, okay. So those are all the ones that we have like done and tried. And I also feel like a lot of those we haven't really done like prior to 2020 or like we just like never really focused on them. And I feel like we've really been like putting ourselves first, right? like the last couple of years. Yeah. And so next I kind of just want to go over like hobbies that we haven't tried or have started to try, but like we want to explore more. So I'll let you start. So I know that this is going to be equal because we had a conversation about this last week. Or no, maybe it was like a month ago. No, it was definitely over a month ago. Um, Piano. Mm -hmm. I had texted Brie. We were talking about something and I was just like, yeah, so the next thing I'm going to do is sign up for piano lessons. And she was like, wait, I want (laughs) to do piano too. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to do the research. And then I found this place and um, yeah, the rest is history. I've been doing piano lessons for a month now. But it was something that I've always wanted to do literally my entire life, especially throughout school when when music classes and watching the teacher be so, um, you know, talented with many different instruments and just, you know, being introduced to all these things. Piano was one that I was like, no, that's one I want to try. And just over the years, I never did. My parents didn't put me through it. When I turned 22, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this on my own. I'm an adult now. I bought a keyboard. I tried to teach myself to play like off YouTube. Did that for about three months and realized I was 22 and wanted to go out and party and hang out with my friends. So I wasn't really dedicating the time to do that. And so then I, again, put that to the wayside. And then just again, us constantly talking about things that we want to do. And I'm like, why am I not doing it? Yeah. I'm 31, child-free, in an amazing freeing relationship I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I'm like, let's go back to the drawing board of things that I haven't tackled. And I was like, the piano. <laughs> let's I do it. I love that so much for you. So, and I yeah. love that you're doing like full on lessons. Like yes. you have an instructor, you have homework, like yes. you're going for it. And it's so much fun. It's really not as hard as I thought that it was going to be, especially like thinking back when I was 22 trying to start. It's just 15 minutes a day. She wants me to sit down and practice what we practiced in class and then the next class we do something else and we add on to that and it is so easy I'm like how did I not how was I not able to dedicate this time it's 15 minutes a day yeah like I don't so yeah I don't want to go on a tangent about about not dedicating time to myself when I feel like it's just so easy like we get in our heads like I don't have time to do that because you think of it as a whole it's like well I'm not a pianist I don't have time for piano right when but then when you think okay 15 minutes a day we absolutely have that everybody has that and like you're also very good about like not being on your phone and like choosing to like set it down and stuff and I feel like that too like a lot of times like we don't realize how much time is wasted on our phone oh my gosh and like now we have so much more time to like even attempt 
the or even think about having yep to attempt one of these fun hobbies and stuff so that's yeah. why i said i didn't want to go on a tangent but i'll say a little thing is i would find myself on my phone and an hour would go by mm-hmm. how i don't know but then it would make me so mad where i was like i could have literally done anything else for the hour There was no reason that I needed to be on my phone unless there was something like maybe I hadn't been on it all day and like I genuinely wanted to be on it. But more than not, I don't genuinely want to be on my phone. That's the difference. There's a difference between like consciously being like, oh, I can't wait to just sit and like scroll for a minute. Right. That's different than like, let me look at this really quick. And then you find yourself like mindlessly doing things that you didn't intentionally decide. Like you, you did not decide to do this. Exactly. And so that's what, where I feel like the importance of many hobbies on my plate come into play because when I do have time to if to sit and relax, but if I'm not, the goal wasn't to sit and relax where I'm just bored. Okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to go play my piano then. I'm going to yep. go paint. I'm going to go learn a new recipe. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do things that like I don't need to be on my phone for. Hearing you say that just inspires me. I'm like, yes, I'm excited. (laughs) But so, yeah, like so going to classes and her putting that perspective, I'll literally wake up, play the piano, go to bed, play the piano. So I'll do it before or and like if I have time during the day, I'll do it. But 15 minutes. So easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Most people take longer showers than that. Or some people, you know, if you're a mother, you probably don't. But <laughs> true. True. <laughs> you know um, what I mean? I love that. So I put piano on the list of things that I want to do as well. I don't know if I want to do like full-blown lessons. Maybe you'll inspire me I too. Mean, you literally know how to play the piano. She came <laughs> over and stunted on me. <laughs> she was like, I want to see your keyboard. This is before I picked up the piano. And I was like, here it is. And she like straight up played Furelease by Beethoven. I was like, Okay. <laughs> So I'm really excited to get this piano tuned and I'm like, you have to come over and play for me. I'll play for you. You already have the basic knowledge of knowing how to play, I feel like. Yes and no. So I grew up, we had a piano in our house. My mom, everyone, actually everyone in my house is very musical. My parents actually met in like choir in high school. Oh, So we're all just like very musical my brother can like pick up any instrument and play it so not I (laughs) but they like my mom would teach me things like little jingles like I could play jingle bells I could play all those things yeah and then the only reason I know Fear Elise was because I practiced it for a fifth grade talent show okay yeah (laughs) that's the only reason I know that one (laughs) and then so I don't know like I wouldn't be able to tell you like what a chord name is but like I know the names of the keys, but not the black keys, just the white keys. Yeah. But um, I would like to get better. I'd like, like I've never been able to like read music. I know like the F-A-C-E going yeah. up, like I know that stuff, but like I can't like look at it and be like, okay, I'm reading it and I'm playing it. Right. That's pretty badass, but I don't know how to do that. But even just maybe taking maybe you might want to dabble into some lessons (laughs) maybe because then it holds you accountable to like I'm going to this spot and this is what I'm learning here Mm -hmm. you know that's true I think for starters getting the keyboard at my house because Ruben has a keyboard at his parents house that I would like to bring here because no one's using it there just to have it because like you said like instead of scrolling on social media I could just play the piano and when I think back to high school that's the shit I would do yeah like I would watch cartoons or something and then I'd like play the piano right and like just teach myself stuff like I remember YouTubing I, I could play the office intro yeah you know and like now 
I, I can't do that. But like I could if I had a keyboard here. Absolutely. So um, yeah, that's fun. Oh, look at us. <laughs> I think it's so cool. I love it. Um, the next thing I had on hobbies that I'd love to explore is learning a new language. Yes, and it's, this is one of those things where, like you said, you don't want to like kick yourself for like not doing it. But it's like that's one of those things where I'm like, bitch, why have you not? Especially in the United States. I, it's kind of embarrassing that it like it's common that a lot of people don't know more than just English. For sure. But like in every other country, it's m- common that people know more than one language yeah so I'm just kind of like I'm almost embarrassed that I don't know more than just English so I want to learn more yeah and it's just nice to be able to if you learn it just broadens your horizons of just communicating with more people and I think that's so cool yeah knowing languages just to be able to have that community of and then Ruben's Mexican Ruben's Mexican and his dad dad, Spanish yeah he was born in Mexico and that's his first language so like like the other day I was over there and I make a mean guacamole and I was like oh can you grab the mocajete and he was like molcajete like trying to like correct me and I was like yeah. okay I appreciate that and I'm also scared <laughs> like what am I saying it wrong I'm sorry I'm so He's sorry like, gringo. but I'm like okay cool like I can have he can be like my yeah. point of contact not a lot of people have someone exactly. that's like their point of contact but I think it would be really cool Ruben, I know, really wants to learn Spanish as well. It could be something that we do together because whenever we create children, yeah. it would be awesome to have them be fluent in both. Yes. But the only way to do that is if we we have to at least try to know it. And then ask your, you know, your father-in-law to only speak to you in yes. Spanish while yes. you're learning. That that would, I, that's smart. And then only to speak to our kids in Spanish yes. because they can learn English obviously from his mom and his mom actually knows a lot of Spanish as well. Yeah. Um so that is like number 1, but I'd also really love to know sign language. I know. I, that is so I mean in this you know, going back to social media, things that could be a positive thing. I've seen sign language be so popular on there mm-hmm. and I realize that is basically almost a universal language that most people, if you learn how to sign, doesn't matter what you speak, English, Spanish, you're going to, the same sign of thank you or whatever. Is it the same? Because I've heard that it's different. Really? Yeah, I like think Like gestures so. are, like, isn't this universal? You no. know what I mean? Like if you flip somebody off, Mm-mm. somebody in like Russia is not going to think that you said fuck you. I think maybe because they know that you're English. Like they know huh. that you're American. Okay, because like I then. think because like high fiving, yeah, is not this. That's not universal, and like shaking hands in some places is rude. Yeah, but that's not a sign language, though. True, true, true. Yeah, there's gestures for sure. I know are not the same, but signing. I have to look more into that then. So the only because I thought the same thing. The yeah. only reason I'm saying that is someone told me their wife was learning sign language yeah. and it was not universal because it's ASL American Sign Language. Oh, but. But then I would have to research what's different, though. Yeah. Because you would think that thank you would be the same. Right. But I'm wondering if it's like maybe it's like spelling that'd be different because like I know the American the American um, alphabet and sign language. But like that would make sense that that would be different because you're kind of like emulating the letters in a way. No, for sure. So I don't know. Yeah. I I was definitely thinking more of like the thank yous because you're not spelling that out. Mm -hmm. Or like when people, you know, like the more or all done. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? We'll look more into that. Well, we should, we should. But I think that's really important, and it helps to keep everybody inclusive. 
Um, but yeah, and I love that it's getting more traction. Like I said, I see it all over Especially social media, children. and I think that's awesome. Yeah, I love that people are doing it with their mm-hmm. children because, I mean, when I think of languages, I think of those two as number one for yeah. me because I just think Spanish is is. Hold on, I'm going to say something stupid. What's like the number one language in the world? Is it English? But I also think maybe it's like. I thought maybe it could be like, Mandarin, to be yes, honest. Yes, yes. That, uh, that was going to think it might say be that. Mandarin and then something else. And then I think English might be third. Yeah. And then. I have to double check. I guess we could Google this. But I this. think Mandarin's number one. But I do think Spanish is up there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's definitely in the top five. And I know that if you know Spanish, you can easily then learn un- other languages. Because yeah. they're similar. Like yeah. I know that French and Italian are very similar. Mm-hmm. So like ideally, if we're going to get like lofty with these goals, yeah. I would love to learn like, like I want to learn a lot of languages. It I just think it'd cool. be so cool. It would be My really cool. grandpa knew he was fluent in seven languages. Wow. Yes. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's insane. That is so cool. Yeah. A side note, how? Did he like travel a lot? So he was born and raised in Holland. Okay. And he was in the war. Okay. And all of that. Yeah. So I know he knows Dutch. He was he was fluent in Dutch. Obviously knows English. Um German? Yeah. I don't I know mean, what that, else. That would make sense if he's in the war. Yeah, I don't know what else. Wow. I'll have to ask but my still dad. still super cool. I mean, I'm sure he knows Spanish, but and speaking of languages, when you said like when you learn one, you can kind of piggyback off the other ones mm-hmm. with piano lessons. My piano teacher was like, you learn piano, you can basically learn anything else. Mm-hmm. She's like, there might be some tweaks to things, but like you can pick it up. And yeah. I was like, it's just cool just yes. to know. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it gives you that good base. Right. I'm excited. You're going to be like a violinist, harpist, pianist. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one that I put down was sewing. Because I have done it in the past. I used to do it when I was really young. I learned the basics. um, But I really haven't done it as a hobby um, since I was maybe 10 years old, probably. And then, of course, I dabbled with it in 2020 when I made my my costume. And then I can, like, hand sew things. But, like, it's not a hobby. I want to make it a hobby and really learn how to, like, make my own clothing or thrift some items and you know, make it your own and make it my own and make outfits out of things. Yeah. Even like getting like a big baggy pair of jeans and customizing it to your body and like making it perfect. Yeah. I think that's such a a super powerful thing to know. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want. I want like anything. I feel like sewing. There's like a list of like things that I find just like top notch to know. Sewing is one of them for sure. If I think of the other ones. Well, one of them for me that kind of goes in that same category, which is also the next on my list, is gardening. Yeah. Okay. So like that's, that's like an the important same thing, topic like, to to know how to do. Yes. For sure. Because like I just think about like if the world was ending. Like yeah. I want to know how to grow my own fucking food. Yeah, like Ruben knows how to harvest an animal. We're yeah, good to go. Right, but like exactly. I need to know how to garden. Exactly. <laughs> so that's on my list. For whatever reason, I get very intimidated with it. Which really quick before I get into gardening, back to sewing. I have a pair of pants that has a big hole in it. It keeps getting bigger. My oh, 30 years sweatpants. And I was like, I need to give it to you. Yeah. I need to give it to Ruben's mom. And then I was like showing Ruben. And I was like, I know that I could do this myself. For sure. I know that I could if I had like a thread and a needle. Yeah. 
and even a snowing machine i did it in high school yeah. but like i don't have the drive for sure but you it's might be lot. getting a pair of pants from me soon. That's fine. I literally have something that I have to sew for myself and for Jake. So perfect. I'll just, just add it to first. the list. I'll just do yours you so much. Jake will be like, "What the hell?" And it's right on the seam. Yeah, that's perfect. So that's very easy. Um, but yeah, with gardening, I get very intimidated. I don't know why because it's one of those it's things new. that it's like I just need to research it so that I feel more confident. Yeah. But like I want my own jalapeno peppers. I yeah. want my own strawberries. I want my own onions. I don't need to do everything. I just the things that I like a lot that I eat a lot in my diet I want. And I have full confidence in you that you can do that. I mean, girl, he planted your flowers. Did you see them? I have not because I parked in the back, but we don't have to talk about them. Are no. they bad? I stopped watering mine like Same. last week. Same. <laughs> mine are gone. Okay. Well, <laughs> they're dead. It's okay. It's, it's okay. almost fall. Exactly. I was, like, I was honestly thinking exactly. I was going to try to bring them back to life, but I was like, maybe I'll just take them out and put some mums in there. Yeah, like for it's sure. end of August almost. So yeah, like. exactly. That's why like I had them for the summer, literally all summer long. They were beautiful. I'm over it for they sure. They were thriving. But you did the damn thing and you yes. really, you really were able to make them shine. I mean, like they grew double its size you did a great job thank you it's similar for that I mean you just you got to give it some water and the earth will take care of the rest yeah and it's all about trial and error yeah but I know that you can do it it's just about doing it I think you should start off next year I think you should start off with some herbs planting some herbs in a little pot Mm -hmm. and then maybe getting a little pot and like trying a little jalapeno or or tomato okay I promise you, like, that would just take off, and then you're going to feel so much more confident. Okay. It's very easy. My parents used to have a garden. We had one every summer, and then my dad had built a greenhouse, and so then we had a greenhouse. It's really easy. Yeah. It's more things about, like, pests that you'd have to worry about or, like, animals getting into it. They're going to eat, you know, like, if it's not protected. That's really the only thing. Yeah. But, yeah, you got it. Jot down the, like, few things that you really want to try and then do it and you'll be so surprised it's so crazy and I think too like I'll have like a long list but I need to like just pick like yeah like pick a few three three to five three and then go from there we'll do three I want to do ten (laughs) I want to do 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 one list (laughs) do like three well I guess where I get confused is too I've seen something somewhere at some point Mm -hmm. that said something about like for your spring and summer harvest like yeah. you actually need to start in the fall and so I'm like how do I prep yeah. for that so yeah. I get a little confused but for sure I just need to do the research yeah it that's, all comes down to the research that's something with the artist way book is you take yourself on an artist date and oh. one of the artist dates that I want to do for myself is to go look at things for gardening perfect because in one of my alter egos I'm a homesteader you are <laughs> who is she yeah I know who she is so no, for sure. It, it, it's all about, and then like I said, when you pick those three things that you're interested, if you're interested in jalapenos and strawberries, look up when's the best time to grow them Yeah, or what's the best way to prep. It's yeah. really easy. And there's so much information on YouTube. Like I just need to yeah. look it up. For sure. Got to dedicate the time. Um, I'm surprised that you didn't put Plant Lady on your hobbies. I was going to put that on the hobbies and then I felt like my hobbies were getting really long and I also still feel pretty new to it because it's only been like two years. 
excuse Three, me i guess 2020 i, got I my put first reading plant. on mine and i just started that like True. last year you're good you're a plant thank lady you. thank and you're you. a good one you're a good plant you. mom i guess the another reason why i didn't put it down as a hobby is because they require no attention from me except for watering so it's like a mindless hobby i have no you do more than just water them you like nurture them when you you're first right. get them i saw your plant video you're you had right. to like wash that little bitch i'm down to make sure it didn't them. have mites and all these things yeah. you know how to revive them back to life <laughs> okay you're right and you know like how to pick them i do so okay. you're good. Well, that's don't belittle me. yourself. Thank you so much for <laughs> that. Welcome. Okay, well, we're gonna put that back on the hobby list that I do, and I'm a professional at. Yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I love that. Back to ones that I want to explore. So I don't know if you know this about me, but I would love to get into writing poetry. <gasps> oh, I love that for you. So one of the things that I find that I thrive in is expressing myself vocally I've always been able to like jot down how I'm feeling express how I'm feeling and through words of expression I've just yeah I feel like that's how I express myself <laughs> that's anyway, how I express that's how I express can't relate literally buries all my feelings <laughs> <laughs> cold stone cold yes <laughs> Um, but it's funny because like if me and you were to sit here right now and I were to talk to you about a topic, I can only use so many words on mm. this topic. But if I were to sit down and write how I felt about the topic, it's night and day for me. Oh, I don't know why I can write more than I can speak. And so, yeah, I want to explore just writing more and not like... I don't know how to, what category to put it in. So that's why I put poetry. Yeah. Because it's more of like, I would like short, you know, form writing. Yeah. I don't want to like write novels on how I'm feeling about something. Who knows? Maybe down the road. I don't know. But yeah, writing. I'm so excited for you to get this Artist Way book. Like it's literally, you're going to shove it up your ass. I hope I will. Just like <laughs> how you're saying that. Because, okay, so I'm someone who hates writing. I don't yeah. like journaling. None of that shit. But I find myself when I do these morning pages, mm -hmm. kind of like how you're just describing how, like, when you write it down, you, like, do a better job at yeah. articulating. Yeah. I'm already finding, like, my vocabulary is broadening yeah. just from writing down yeah. what I'm thinking. And so I think that you're going to find that it's very beneficial. And I think that you'll find that you will write the poetry that you're wanting to write yeah. more frequently. So I'm and excited for you. A side note to the writing. I've always thought <laughs> I think this is so weird or maybe lame, I don't know. But I would love to write greeting cards. <laughs> I fucking love that for you. So, uh, I'm not a words of affirmation person at all. Like you don't have to say anything about like I don't have to hear a word from you. Yeah. But I personally like to express my words. So for like birthday cards or an anniversary or whatever, like I'm so particular on what I choose. The words have to be what I would want to express myself. And so sometimes I find that the things that I'm finding in greeting cards aren't really the way that I would want to express. And there is one artist, I can't even think of the name right now, but like I, if I go to Walgreens, I know exactly what cards they are. And yeah. This person writes the way that I speak about how I feel about others w with whatever the, you know, occasion is. And so I'm like, 
I want there to be more people like me in the world of greeting cards. You should totally make an Etsy. Let's let's ruin this for you. I let's like, make an Etsy shop for I, you and profit off of this. <laughs> I've also thought about how I can do that through Etsy because I would love to do that. So like, good. I'm not kidding you. I'm so good at writing how I feel that I'm like, I need to. And then I think about... Um, Mr. Deeds, the movie where yeah. he writes greeting cards. Aren't they, they just, like massively they're, inappropriate? No, no, they're just like dumb. Oh, I it's can't remember. Like, yeah, he's just like not smart and it just like rhymes things. He's like glub and love. Okay, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But ever since I watched that movie, I was like, wow, that I, I've always wanted to do that. But like because that movie made it seem so lame, I was like, I feel lame for wanting to do that. I Okay, because you've like never told me this before. I'm just like so excited for you. You just lo- unlocked or unlearned. You have a new learn. Wait. Unlocked a new. What are those things called when they say they unlock them? Anyway, just a new perk of, quirk about me, I guess. I'm trying to learn something what, new about me is what I'm basically trying to say. I'm trying to think of the saying you were thinking of. I can't think of it though. But yes. <laughs> yeah. You got that out of me. I'm excited for you. Who knows? And I, I think you should totally go down this route <laughs> and be a professional at it. And this is my new job. Okay. Because, okay, let's, let's get into this really quickly. Yeah. If you did make an Etsy shop, it's not even that you would need to create these. You would just have to make them digitally and then people could do a digital download. So you don't For even sure. have to like have anything up front that you need to like pay for. For sure. You could just create the designs and people like people like me would print that shit off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well let's keep that on the list of do things it. that I need to do. Of jobs. Yeah. Yes. That we'll, that you will help me with. Be a professional at. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, I don't yeah. think I have anything else on my list. I don't think I do. You know, I have like one random thing at the very, very end because this is so far. I mean, this is if I go down this path. Have you ever seen this trend? This girl ended up creating um, like a party package of um, picnics where she people would hire her and it was like these it was so cool she had made these little wooden tables that are just inches off the ground basically people were like renting these things that she made now I'm not looking into it as like a picnic thing but you know how I like to DIY things yeah and there's things where I've wanted to maybe scale different things and then possibly have them for like party rentals. Okay. So yeah, so one sure. thing that I was thinking about, um, which kind of spoils a possible Halloween outfit, was um, me and Jake were thinking about being Batman and Catwoman. And I wanted to create a skyline for like Gotham City. Yeah. Well, how can I do that where it was fun for me, but like maybe people can rent that out because they do like themed um birthday parties for and sure. stuff like that so and that's such a pain in the ass to make for like someone like me like who doesn't like that kind of yeah. stuff and doesn't want to just put up like a poster wants to do like something right cool. yeah for sure so i thought like down the road that would be something i think would be cool to do yeah because i like decorating you know that whole yeah like halloween i come to life but if i could do that in a way i don't know i love that 
I, I remember you, you call, saying I that. guess you would call that like slight event decorator planner yeah thing. but i don't, I don't think know that what you, category that would even be in but you're not trying to like do the whole party right it would just be to like have event props. rentals yeah Pop rentals there you go something like that i think would be cool and that would put like That's my cool. diy hobby to use yeah for sure and then also make money and so something that i had written down was there's three types of hobbies that you should have one to oh. keep you creative one to keep you fit and one to make you money and so that's how they say the Ooh. type of hobbies that you should find. Yeah. We should have led with that. That's yeah, smart. Isn't it? But I forgot. I learned that a long time ago. And that's I've just tried to base my hobbies off of that. But like if some could turn into money making, that's awesome. And if mm-hmm. some are just to keep me creative, then they're just that's what they need to be. They, yeah. They're serving their purpose. So yeah. I love that. That's a fresh yeah. outlook on it. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well. I hope that this inspired everybody to try new hobbies and try new <laughs> things. And like, it's never too late to explore something new. Like never. you said, like you're starting freaking piano lessons at yep. 31 years old. Mm-hmm. And like at the same time, like that's old, but that's also you're so young at the same time. Right. Who says that what you decided at 18 is what you need to be doing the rest of your life. You can sure. always like rebrand yourself, reinvent yourself and try new things. And Absolutely. like, Maybe there's something that like you didn't realize that you were actually going to be really good at. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? Five years down the line, a year down the line, you have like a a profitable ass greeting card business on Etsy. <laughs> you just never fucking know. You like some know. people like started Etsy businesses during COVID and now yep. they're making like millions of dollars. Yep. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. And it takes like just stepping out of your comfort zone, trying something new. And I and, agree. And you just never know what that'll lead to. I agree. And I just feel like I think of time as like pre-COVID and post-COVID. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of this stuff has happened after it. Right. And I'm loving this new, just this new vibe and this new trend that we're on, that we're trending on. Absolutely. I'm excited. It's a great, what a great time to be alive. Honestly. And like that we just like have the time and the access to like be able to do all these things. Absolutely. Because I do understand that not everybody has time to have 12 hobbies and I get that I will challenge that with though what's your screen time just saying exactly and I feel like a lot of us uh, I don't want to get into it but I phones have really taken over and I think that they have kind of warped our sense of time now totally and it does feel like I don't have time to do these things or xyz Mm -hmm. and then I look back at a time when my phone wasn't running my life and I was working two jobs and a full-time relationship and a full full-time friendships and still family time and I still had time for me as well and I'm like how did I do all of that yes it's about how you prioritize your time mm-hmm. so yeah I even think about like lately in the morning I I journal now I do the morning pages I do my coffee and my walk then I work out. I don't look at anything on social media or anything along those lines until after I've done all of those things. And that tells me that that stuff is more important because I'm yes. prioritizing it. Yes. So whatever you prioritize, it will subconsciously tell you what's the most important. Yep. If you prioritize going on social media, that will tell you that that's most important and Absolutely. that the hobbies and other external activities just like aren't as important. Yep. So... But yeah, I hope that this was just motivating and like inspiring to try like new things and maybe try like the alter ego thing. I think even if you don't do the artist way thing, I think that's fun to write down because it kind of helps you like explore just other, 
other things i agree other things i really agree well thanks for doing this with me thanks for check out amanda online what's all of your stuff share it you can find me on instagram youtube facebook amanda devon and tiktok amanda dot devon (laughs) (laughs) but amanda devon bye bye